Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of One Man, One Truck. Today, I would like to talk about becoming an owner-operator, because that's where I would like to take my career within the next five years. You know, what's the best way to do it? Is it buying a truck through a company, or going and getting a loan to buy a truck, or outright buying one if you're you know lucky enough to have that much money lying around and if you do good for you so reach out and let me know how did you get your truck what was your process you know what's the best truck to get is it a peterbilt volvo freightliner kenworth uh an international you know let me know what you what you think your the best truck is what's your truck is it an older model, a newer model? You know, how, how many uh, miles does it have on it? Is it still in tip-top shape? Because I've seen some trucks out here that look pretty rough. But I would like to become an owner-operator more for the freedom to be able to, you know, run when you want to. Um, you know, kids get out of school and you want to go on vacation. You put in for a vacation, your company tells you you can't because somebody's already taken that week off. We can't afford to have both of you out at the same time. I've had that happen to me before. Um, you know, so being an owner-operator, you just take off for a week, go do your vacation, come back and hit the streets again. You know, uh, kid's ball game comes up. He really wants you to be there or she wants you to be there. You know, take a day off. Don't have to go out. You know, I like the idea of being able to run when I want to and be able to take off when I need to or want to for vacations or, you know, kid's ball games or holiday or anniversary or whatever you know um, I know what I have researched so far starting out as an owner operator is very expensive um, the trucks obviously are not cheap you know uh, I've seen several videos and read several things that say you were going to need at least 10% of the cost of the truck, sometimes more in certain cases, depending on your credit. Um, I have to say my credit is pretty shit right now. <laughs> and I'm working on that. Uh, I actually got it higher now than I think it has been in the last five years. I'm pretty proud of that. But um, so there's $10,000 or you know, if it's a $100,000 truck, $10,000 down, that'd be 10%. So then I've also heard that you need an extra $20,000 that you don't even touch because repairs in the first year and you being able to cover the cost of those repairs, from what I gather, is either going to make you or break you. And if you're not prepared for the things that come at you in that first year, 
then you're probably not going to succeed. Um, and that's just from what I have found in my research. Um, and I kind of can, can agree with that because if the truck is down and you're having to wait on it to get repaired, you are not making money and that should be obvious. You know, the old saying, if the wheels aren't turning, you ain't earning kind of thing. So, you know, $20,000 is a lot of money. And to be able to have that just sitting around will take a lot of effort, you know, on my part to make sure that I sit that kind of money aside. You know, right now, I make pretty decent money. I'm... I can't really complain because it's the most I've ever made in my career. And I'm 34 and I've been working since I was 16 and I haven't made this kind of money in that time span. <clears throat> so, you know, a lot of discipline comes along with it. Uh, you know, I, I think this would be the best move for me and my family. You know, not like I say, not only for the freedom side of it, but for the financial side of it too. You know, make more money than I'm even making now just to make things easier for us, you know, and have that extra money to put in my kids' college fund or if they decide to go to college. If they don't, I'm taking that money back because that's not what it's for, for you to take it and goof off with it. <laughs> no, I mean, I want to be able to give my kids a better life than I had growing up. I, I, ain't that the goal? You know, to do better and provide better for your kids, you know, and keep that trend going so each generation does better and has a better opportunity to be better. Uh, my dad and my mom did the best they could, you know, and I have no complaints you know, my, my parents did a lot for us we had a good childhood we wasn't the richest family in town but I mean we got things for Christmas that other kids got you know we wasn't trying to keep up with the Joneses or nothing but we had a good childhood and I want my kids to have an even better childhood so if me making more money and stuff like that makes that happen, cool. You know, let's let's make it happen. You know, me having the freedom to take off for ball games and stuff to make them happy and know and to show them that I'm I'm there and that you know I haven't forgot about their ball games and their graduations and you know, show up for all that stuff because. That's important to kids as well, you know, and to be able to have the freedom to know that these events are coming up and just take off so I can go to these events means a lot to me. Um, I mean, I, I'm not saying that the company I work for now, anytime I'm like, hey, I got to go do this or do that. They're like, no, you can't. You have this run you have to take. They're, they don't like that. They're pretty 
flexible um, with letting me take time off if I need to. And I like that, you know, but I still want to be able to run my own truck. Um, and I would like to hear from you guys, you know, reach out, let me know your experiences. Um, how do you run? Do you lease on with a company? Are you a full-on owner-operator with your own authority? Um, and if so, how does that work? How do, how do you get your loads? You know, how do you structure from month to month? How do you run? Are you gone one week, two weeks, three weeks, all month? You know, y'all reach out and come on the show, you know, and share your experiences, the good and the bad. So anybody else listening that may be wondering if they want to go owner-operator can learn from you guys. And I can learn from you guys and make, you know, better decisions for our situation or my situation or, you know, someone else's situation. So that way they are more informed, you know, because um, I've seen videos and things where people are like, you know, if somebody had told me this beforehand, uh, I would have did things differently. So come on the show and reach out and let people know what they need to know, you know, um, give them the information that you didn't have so they don't make mistakes and either just go bankrupt or, you know, get in so much debt that they'll never be able to climb out of it. You know, uh, let's help each other out and make sure that we're all out here watching each other's backs. Um, so I have looked into things, like I said, I've done my research and stuff and I, I need to do more research and keep looking. Um, it's going to be a few years before I even attempt to do this anyway. Um, but I just, I think in the end, this would be a better move um, for the family. Um, and I know that trucking, period, whether you're for the company or on your own or whatever, is very strenuous on a family. I mean, it's strenuous on my family to some degree right now. Um, and I haven't been doing this that long. Um, you know, she's taken three kids and raising three kids that aren't hers. And she does a phenomenal job at it. You know, she gets very stressed because um, she's there with them majority of the week by herself. Uh, my company tries to get me back in on the weekends and stuff. And for the most part, they do pretty good with it. Um, but it is very difficult for someone to be raising three kids on their own and try to go to school because she's going to school too. Uh, so this, I think, would give me the flexibility to be able to, you know, go out, hit it, make a lot of money, and come home for a week or three days or whatever, you know, and not have to worry about anything during that time off 
and then go out and hit it again. You know, this way I can have more than just 36 hours at home. You know, if you don't think, you know, 36 hours in some way sounds like a lot of time, but it's really not. I mean, 36 hours, that gives you enough time to drive home, wash your clothes, restock your truck, you know, sleep, and then maybe have a few hours to actually spend time with your family or friends or whoever you spend your time with, and then right back out you go. I mean, it flies by. 36 hours is nothing. So I'd like to have the opportunity to go out and make a ton of money in a week, two weeks, whatever, come home for a week, and then go out and do it again. At least I get that extended period of time home, and that would, in my opinion, would probably make it worth being gone that much. So just, you know, reach out to me, guys. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to have you on the show and learn some things from you and, you know, and just get some insight on different aspects of the owner-operator side of things. You know, is it better to do owner-operator or stay company driver? You know, guys, hit me up let me know. Um, I put, or I'm going to try to put out an episode once a week. Um, I'm still learning, so these episodes are not, uh, studio quality or nothing like that, but, um, try to get these out here and entertain you guys while you're driving, um, cause I'm out here r right alongside you every night, cause I run night shift, um, overnight into wee early morning hours, and then I shut down around midday. Which I actually kind of like because traffic's not that terrible at night. And by the time I get done and ready to shut down, there's usually, there's always a parking space. I think there's been one time I went somewhere to park and I couldn't find a place to park. But you guys watch each other's backs. Um, stay safe. Keep it between the paint and the rubber on the road and I will talk to you in the next episode.